This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's a mean age. But it is going to be a beautiful future as long as we don't get up. I'm Brian McWilliams, and this is Mean Age Daydream, where I bring you unfiltered comedy, criticism, philosophy, and politics with a Mean Age Daydream. Oh, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Everybody, we're here on a Mean Age Daydream special. I was going to run this on Friday, but I decided since I uh, have had a cold... I didn't feel like recording an episode today. So this is going to be airing tomorrow. Merry Christmas so no, to me. <laughs> no show Friday. You're welcome. <laughs> Maybe I'll record a, I don't know. Maybe I'll air the boring podcast Friday. Um, yeah, we are here, guys, on a very special, naughty or nice annual episode. Usually we had, in the past, all five, actually, nay, six lions on it. But uh, Howie was will be sorely missed this year. Mark was invited. He was invited, but apparently had a clash with whatever work he does or pretends to do. So instead, it's here with me, the beautiful Brian McWilliams, with the lovely John Odermatt, of course, my partner here at Lions Celebrity, with J.B. Lubin, Dr. Santa Science, who will be debunking all of your children's dreams and wishes with science <laughs> and our, our legal counsel Rico, who will be advising us what we can and can't say and what is legal slander talking about what Mrs. Claus does in the back of the elf shed. So welcome gentlemen, Rico and JB are both muted. That's great. I already have to take a poop one minute into the show. Also great. Hello. Hello. Hello everyone. There we go. We can hear you. What's everybody drinking? We got you know, some uh, some holiday beverages going. I saw even Rico opened a beer. Rare. No, I don't do uh, holiday drinks because uh, I always forget to get stuff. And eggnog is just too fatty. Who wants Glad to you're using fatty? your mic, Rico. Fantastic. Using yeah, I can't use my AirPods because they work <laughs> for four seconds as you were discussing like pre-show things. And congratulations to uh, certain people. Um, I don't know if it's public news, but can um, we announce it on the show? JB, is it allowed? If you'd like, yeah, it's not. A JB's gay. He's out of the closet. Hundred percent gay, and, uh, and, and, ado- and adopting <laughs> a trans child. <laughs> no, tell him the big news, JB. Maybe it'll drive people right. to our Patreon. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm expecting if um, just to let everyone knows if anyone's listening actually cares, I will be a father in April. <laughs> And if you sign up for the Lions of Liberty Patreon now, we will donate 5% of every new account that comes in to JB's Child's College Fund. That's a promise. When you found out, did you ask the doctor, like, doctor, I have to know, will it be a scientist? (laughs) No, I didn't get to that yet. I got to wait a few more weeks. Let the brain develop a bit. We have to to run some measurements, intelligence tests, see uh, where it's at. He's like, well, it, it's a girl, so it could be, but she won't be very good. 
Like, all right. <laughs> well, maybe Measure the baby's head there, circumference. Yeah. It's looking not favorable. So. <laughs> Have you? Ever, do you guys believe in that? There's that science of like uh, finding lumps on people's heads, and it, and I say science in giant quotes. What is it? Phrenology. Phrenology. So yeah. JB is clearly a believer. What, what is? Wait, I've never heard of this. I've really. Oh, it's cr- really? chronology. You're talking about Fra- chronological order. Is that the no, same? Phrenology. P H R E N. Oh, yeah. It's it's basically they had some some idea that the way your skull shape worked out and the bumps on your head would dictate certain personality traits. And I guess they thought that this was because the brain pushed your skull out in certain ways, which doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Cause I don't think the brain would be pushing on the skull. JB, do you know more? Uh, very little. It's not actual science. So I haven't spent a lot of time rigorously studying the ins and outs of it. Um, <laughs> but that, that's, I think you're more or less on, on, on the right track. All right. Excellent. JB, as, way, a, okay. as a, you know, out of the closet atheist and your child is- <laughs> out of the closet. He <laughs> was in the closet for so long, just hiding in that closet. What would you think if your child was born on Easter? On Easter? Yes. Um, not any, much. No, any, no significance any, to you? I guess it's not the same as being born on Christmas. He is risen? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I'm yeah. supposed to take out of that. Yeah. Honestly, especially since not, Easter Not moves. much there, Rico. You know? much there. Yeah. It, it sounded better before I spoke <laughs> it out loud. And then I was you know like, what? Yeah. It, so wait, Jesus was like locked in a cave with a big boulder blocking the entranceway, right? So was Jesus reborn as the strongest man in the world competition winner? That's really the question that we need to answer. Yes. Ma- that's that's Jesus how is uh, Magnus for Magnus. He is he is the world's strongest man. That's truth. Um, but you, you you somebody was talking about eggnog. I think it was Rico saying he doesn't drink eggnog. And I will say this, Rico, I don't drink store bought eggnog anymore either because it's horse shit. It's filled with high fructose corn syrup. It's garbage. It's crap. But it is so easy. I did not realize this. It's so easy to make your own eggnog. It's simple. Oh, really? All it is is just egg yolks, sugar, a little bit of milk, a little bit of half and half, follow directions, a little bit of stove, uh, heat on the stove, stir up, a little bit of cinnamon sticks. Delicious. Maybe yeah, on eggnog. It's not bad. Is it hard not to get – I feel like with a, like with an Irish car bomb, my worry with making my own eggnog is I would just be like, oh, this is great. And then I just dump the rum in or whatever, and it would just curdle immediately. And I'd be like, well, that was a lot of wasted effort. Well, you do have to be patient. What? Um, well, there, there, there is, there's people who like do like aged eggnog where like you make it in like August. I've had it. I've had it. And then, you know, you pour all your liquor in then in August and you put it in the back of your fridge and forget about it and you pull it out in December. I haven't done that, but, um, is it still nog or is it more like a yogurt consistency at this point? No, it's still nog. It's just straight up heroin at that point. That's what it is. (laughs) I'm not a fan of eggnog personally. No, I, I like eggnog, but only from Costco. Costco. And again, I know it's store bought and I'm sure it's got this corn syrup, but it's so good because it's not super (laughs) thick. Yeah, like because usually, it has corn syrup in it. That's yeah, well, why it's so you good. To, whatever you need to thin it out, man. <laughs> I cut mine with water. No, but yeah, eggnog's definitely bad fruit. Well, Sandy, my wife is on this kick of like no seed oils, right? Because they're in everything. Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. on a no seed oil kick. So it's all like, you know, olive oil or uh, I don't avocado know, oil. Avocado oil. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is fine. I don't know. I can't say it's the damn difference anyway. Does olive so. oil count as a seed oil? Doesn't the oil come from like the fruit itself? It's just like a really it's, oily fruit. 
I, you don't have to I crush mean, the know. seeds now. There's di- there's different schools of thought with olive oil. Like some people that are hardcore say like don't even cook with it, but it's still good to put on like you know salads and stuff like that. But um, you got to cook I, with I don't something think- though. You can't just cook with bacon fat all the time. So that's the only option. Can't you? You can't. <laughs> you can't. Naughty or nice? <laughs> just olive lard. oil, nice. I say nice for olive oil. Well, so this is, the by the way, just we'll to cut to the chase of the episode to let people know, if you're not familiar with the show, we are doing a round table as uh, as some others do. Obviously, being around as long as we have, we inspired all these other shows. But the annual Naughty or Nice list, where we're going to run through some people, some things, and decide whether they are naughty or nice. And we've tried to pick some that are at least debatable. There will be some slam dunks we know the answer to, but... You know, you want some some debate or people that could have a, a toss-up in the air. So let's go and start off the show because we're gonna get we're gonna keep this to an hour because uh, obviously it's it's late on the East Coast and I have to help put my kids to bed after this. So first nominee for the naughty and nice, I think probably because he's at the top of everyone's list right now. Let me interrupt you right there, Brian. Let me stop right yes. there. Nobody said what they're drinking yet. We didn't get to that. Oh, I thought, I thought we, oh yes. I got, we got waylaid by not JB. What do you, what are you drinking? Um, I have, um, a pumpkin dunkle. Yeah. A pumpkin, a pumpkin, pumpkin dunk. That's what we yeah, call dunk. Yeah. Pumpkin dunk. Yeah. That's, that's how your uh, wife got pregnant. That's right. <laughs> she got punk. She got punked by the dunkle. Hey, <laughs> hey, honey, it's pump and dunk night. <laughs> it's pretty good. That sounds. Dunkle's the best German beer, in my opinion. Yeah, I like them. That's why I figured I'd give this a try, and uh, it's not disappointing. Nice. What about you, Odie? What are you drinking? I actually got a uh, something from. I think it's made in Cleveland. It's a uh, Great Lakes Christmas ale. Um, that is Cleveland. Not Cleveland. Bad. Those are uh, pretty strong. How many band-aids were you, did you find in it? Um, no band-aids, but they two use, syringes. Yes, they <laughs> use uh, Cuyahoga River water. That's what cleanses. It's like it's, a cleanse. Is able to light it on fire. Is that good? Yes. This is a great beer. I did grow an eye out of my shoulder. Not sure what that's about. Yep. Rico, what about you? I got a Wabat Blue because it was uh, the first beer in the beer fridge. It's not bad. It's a man of discerning taste. Yeah. I do like Wabat Blue. I, I I have not seen it in Los Angeles one time, but I remember drinking it fondly on the East Coast. Far too south. How is it not in Los Angeles? It's like a you can't get that sweet brand. Canadian nectar down there. No, I don't know. Man. Truckers, you know, they couldn't cross the border without their vaccines and just threw up yep. the whole supply chain. They couldn't fill up their gas tanks because Justin Trudeau kept turning their bank accounts off. Isn't it crazy? I was just thinking that uh, before we went on the show. Like that whole trucker thing was less. It was last winter. It yeah. seems like a completely different world. It but does I seem like a different was, world. Yeah, it like, seemed like it happened ten years February, ago. February, yeah. where they were literally taking people's bank accounts for protesting, and now when people are protesting in China over old ladies, things, old ladies getting stomped in the face by horses, and people totally are like, insane. yeah, she deserved it. it <laughs> it's such an insane like media world that we live in that. Ten months ago, they're like, "Yes, take everything those people own." Yeah, for not for for protesting us making them get a vaccine, and now it's like, "Yeah, go China, protest against the man." Right. Over there. It's like fucking crazy. Yeah, 
Dude, I agree. Well, it's, or it's or go things. Iran, which I agree. Yeah, the women yeah. of Iran protesting. Yeah, cheering them on. But yeah, no. But you remember the tyranny here at home. That was good tyranny. That was yeah. tyranny for a greater purpose that we all had to get behind. And how dare they try to disrupt anything or fight for the right party? Yeah, and I think also to your point, we forget how recently it was because the cycle of news is so fast now. It just seems like an eternity ago. It's like, it, you know, it's almost yeah, like when you've had three really. busy party weekends in a row, right? By the third weekend you go out partying, the first weekend you went partying seemed like it was two years ago because it's just too much shit happening all at once. Yeah. You know, if you think back in college, like towards the end of the, say fall semester and you're like, you know, the weekend before or after finals, when everyone's done and you're, you're all partying, you're like, oh, remember that party we had like in September and like, what? No. <laughs> you know, in, in time now, I'd be like, oh, that was only three months ago to like a college person. That was like, that was like 100 days of blackout drunk nights ago. Like who and can that remember is, such time? That's what we are, right? We're basically all binge drinking information warfare 24-7. Think of it that way. You're binge, like our yeah. livers, <laughs> our brain livers are so exhausted and beat to shit from dealing with nonstop information and propaganda that's being force fed it down our throats, beer bonged, if you will, to extend this stupid metaphor, that it's just impossible to even remember anything. Yeah, that's exactly why I told you. I think the, the last show I was on, I just had to disengage because I was losing it. Yeah, it's just too much. <laughs> and I've got too many things to do. And I just need it in a slow trickle. So I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna participate in voting, but I'm going to need you to do a lot of the heavy lifting on why I should vote one way or the other, because I've been checked out for like the last six months. All right, but fine. but people people never forget, you know, you know, when you get really hammer drunk when you're in college on, on vodka or on SoCo or on whatever, and that is Donald Trump. People never forget that. Yep, that's true. Saucy and sweet gets you real fucked up real fast, okay. and you regret it well, immensely. I, I don't so know Donald Trump's the reason I don't drink screwdrivers anymore. Is, that's yes. what you're telling me. Are you talking? Are you, do you exactly. st- wait? Were you there? For, no, you weren't there for the drinking obstacle course, were you? I think I participated, but it's probably not. No, I don't think you were around. The first one was before his time. Yeah. Okay. I, I wasn't right. in the inaugural. Because uh, that was <laughs> that turned a lot of people off screwdrivers for the rest of their lives. Double trouble. Mm. Or was it gin and juice at the end? I think they were screwdrivers. No, or was it they, one gin and juice and one screwdriver that you no, had to No, that was double trouble. Yeah. That, yeah. that, I think, ruined a lot of people on orange-based liquor drinks. Well. Also, we got uh, vodka out of a closet that no one knew existed until someone broke into it. And the vodka was probably, you know, it was a classic plastic, uh, whatever. It was, it was a time. It was vodka. Are from you a saying time vodka when- goes bad? <laughs> no, it was just this type of vodka. Probably did. It, it was, was probably like, created in Chernobyl. It's yeah. in no way it's going to be, t- you know, nothing's going to ruin it. But it's also, ironically, it's probably vodka lot. from a time when Russia and Ukraine were still one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, maybe it should have aged better. I don't know. They, they use bad potatoes in this fucking match. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, speaking of bad potatoes, maybe since we're talking about Russian, Russian shit. I'll, uh, and this is going to be an easy, we'll start with an easy one and then we'll get into some of the more up to bit debate ones. Vladimir Zelensky, naughty or nice? Vol- he- Voldemort, 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 Voldemort. Well, is he a hero to the people 
fighting for his people's freedom or is he a manipulative psychopath who cares only for himself and enriching his own coffers and fame? Naughty or nice? Well, I mean, <laughs> to put it another way, um, I... I I, I mean, I like the way I put it pretty yeah, nicely. No, no, it's like going on a different tangent with him, which okay. I find interesting <laughs> is, you know, I personally don't like him because he's hell bent on dragging America into a nuclear war that is completely unnecessary. Like you could just negotiate, but they're like, we can't negotiate with, you know, it's like, well, if you thought no war would ever have ended. If you can't yeah. negotiate with people, unless you're just going to drop a nuclear bomb on their city and have them surrender like Japan, which is not going to work against nuclear power. You do need to negotiate. But um, I mean, it, it infuriates me. His constant demands for money. He, he's in the White House today. Um, which, what, I mean, is he ever in Ukraine or, or is he only on a green screen? Did he get an Oscar? Did he get an Oscar at the White House? You know, uh, did he present so my, Sean Penn's Oscar to probably. Joe Biden? <laughs> so, kind of speaking of the like the mainstream media, and uh, this is another tangent off where I was going to go. I, my mom was in town. I'm like, hey, mom, did you did you know that uh, Zelensky banned an entire religion? She's like, no, I didn't hear about any of that. I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course you yeah. would, because they don't say that on the Cla news. Clarify, I'm sure people know for the most part, but clarify for those who don't know. And well, Odie had a good interview uh, with Cyprian on this, too. Russian Orthodox religion from operating in Ukraine, and I believe he was going to seize all their property. I don't know if that was done, but, you know, when you're fighting for democracy to ban the press, ban opposition parties, ban speech, now ban religion, what kind of democracy are we fighting for? Right. Yeah. You know, so I don't know how he can. And also, how many hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians have died because they won't negotiate? Like, I, don't know, I could go on forever with that. So I'm no, not. It's good. Well, that's it's good. We're it's good. We're getting out the points. JB, anything you want to add here for before Odie goes? I don't know. I've said my piece on on this Ukraine conflict. Um for show. those that don't know your piece, though, what is <laughs> no, it? No, no, yeah. I'm gonna. No, JB's like, I've walked down the street uh, talking the, to my yeah. friends about this, as you all no, uh, know. I screens on several bathroom walls you can find in the Philadelphia region, uh, notably. Uh, <laughs> I just preface my statement to you guys specifically that I'm not going to say anything different than I've said previously. That's that's what I. That's fine. Um, it's, yeah. It's fine. Um, I. I wouldn't. It's hard for me to judge. Like this is going to be a very hard decision for me because a lot of the things that you bring up are valid criticisms, but they're understandable criticisms considering the position he's in. Um, if I want to, if I want to, if I just just saying like what, like you're angry at him for trying to pull the U.S. into this conflict, but I feel like if I was in his position and and I was had to make these decisions, I'd probably do the oh, same thing. I Agreed. You know, it's kind of like it's it's, it's none of like none of, nothing that's going on here is is particularly remarkable. You know what I mean? It's kind of par for the course. You remember when I was like, I this the reason why I said I've said it before is like this man is in a legitimate conflict with Russia, as far as I know. Some people might question whether or not this war is real. Let's just, for the sake of argument, pretend it's real. All right. Um, <laughs> and I need help. Clearly, I am the underdog in this fight, and I'm fighting against Russia. You should and ask a superpower exists. to help you. Yeah. 
and there exists a We Hate Russia club. Would I not be a fool not to try to enlist the hate of the We Hate Russia club while I'm in conflict with Russia? No, I mean, I so that's agree what with I'm the right. point. No, it's a very good point, man. What? But it is hard to get around the more, again, dictatorial, authoritarian traits of, again, banning opposition parties, banning religions. Well, that's where I can understand bringing in a no, power to I help you. I don't recall anyone ever that. saying that Ukraine was a ba- bastion of human rights and freedom. Oh, well, turn on many mainstream news. <laughs> turn on uh, CNN. Yeah, get, well, a liberal bastion of freedom. Well, okay. Let, okay, let me they're saying America statement. has to get involved because it's a bastion of democracy um, in the region. That's what, that's what okay, we were that's told. Okay, that's fine. So you're right. Let me, let me rewind that real quick. I mean, prior to this conflict, no yeah. one was any other illusions that Ukraine was some kind of bastion of human rights and freedom. That's what I, that's right, what I meant to say. So it, that's really not the point here. They might not be what they're saying. That might be the propaganda they're spewing at this moment. But ultimately, that's not... It has absolutely nothing to do with what this conflict is happening, right? So, I don't know. I think it's a well, moot point that, you know, I, like, the freedom index of Ukraine was fucking dog shit before this conflict. It's like, yeah, everyone knows that. Um, but, like, I if mean, if Ukraine wants to fight, if, if they're in power and Ukrainians want to fight this, like, we're, we're basically boiling that to this. This is basically an ultimately anti-war stance. So, guys, let, let me so, just say this before we go down this path and talk about Ukraine for the entire show, which no, no, I'll, we, I'll we, we could do. I'll we we could do. I, I just want to make sure that, that we get everyone's vote. So it seems like Rico said naughty. Is that accurate? Yeah. I was going to wait. Seems till like all the JB said, made. I don't know, JB. Did you say naughty or nice for Zelensky? I'm undecided as of right now. I want to hear undecided. What you guys yeah, I say I want to wait I want to wait till the arguments come out, Biden. and then I'll yeah. JB yeah, needs I'll, the war okay. to go on a little bit longer <laughs> to make him want to wait. Well, let, let me give let me give my piece, and then then you guys can then you guys can weigh in. I'll, I'll give my naughty or nice after I give my piece. But right, that's yeah, um, exactly. So so I mean I I think yes, of course it's extremely nuanced. I mean we are looking at an invasion of of a sovereign nation i'm sovereign nation in air quotes because there are a lot of russian speaking russian identifying people living in ukraine in those donbass region and and, and whatnot so um what? so it's not it's not it's not as cut and dry as as it's made out in the media as it's just like you know going over a border like you're crossing a line and and it's that clear. It's it's much. I think it's much more blurred than that, especially when you bring in the the religious aspects. And I would encourage everyone, if you haven't, to listen to the interview with uh, with Cyprian to understand exactly how blurred that is from a religious standpoint. Because it's not just religion at that point. It's really how you identify as an individual, because your the, the religion really is how these people identify. Um, so it's 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 a messy situation. And of course, bringing in billions of dollars from the U.S. doesn't make it um, any less messy. But when when it comes to Zelensky, I mean, the, the the guy from the start has been a shill for the West. I mean, he was he was basically propped up and put in power by the CIA. I mean, you can trace this back to 2014 um, with, with everything that started happening. It really, this war traces back to 2014. And I, he's not a good guy. He's 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 not a good person. That's not to say Putin's a good person. Putin, obviously, very naughty, very naughty, Vladimir. Put your shirt on when you're on your horse and everything else you're doing. <laughs> but also, Zelensky, 
Also very naughty. Yeah. All right. So Odie says naughty. Well, now we'll do our votes. Uh, I guess I haven't really said my piece on him that much, but yeah, I I, I mostly agree with uh, with Rico and Odie here. I JB, I do think you make a decent point about him. Of course, you're going to want to enlist other superpowers when you're a smaller nation going against a larger nation, but it's the other things on top of it that I think are despicable. I do think at this point he's just I, I mean I think he is elongating a war that is unwinnable. I think it's I think they, oh, Ukraine's already lost really for all intents and purposes in that their country's absolutely destroyed, millions displaced, you know, thousands dead. And I don't see an end in sight in which anything's resolved other than the United States paying to rebuild the country, which is what's Maybe that's what the U.S. wants. I mean, yeah, good. I mean, well, not the U.S., like, whatever. Contract. Yeah. But, yeah, you're so right. I'm we naughty. talk about it forever. Naughty on yeah, my end. Absolutely. So I'll make my vote. Like, I understand those things, but that feels like a justification for Mexico to annex El Paso. Just because, you know, once, once <laughs> maybe the, once they the should. Mexican well, maybe they should. <laughs> maybe they are. Now it belongs to Mexico. <laughs> that that That's insane <laughs> to me. Are, right? and, and ultimately, when I have this conversation with libertarians, they have such a loose appreciation for the concept of a nation state anyway, that it kind of blurs the argument. So um, as far as like fighting is concerned, Af- Afghanistan a lot like fought and had their country destroyed twice by two superpowers and still didn't really give up. When people are fighting for something, however futile and ridiculous but the that, circumstances but, but, are, they can, keep can I just say one thing? Can, can I say interject one thing, JB? That wasn't like the country of Afghanistan. That was tribal in Afghanistan, right? I mean, you're down at the tribal level, well, right? Well, whatever the circumstances are, two superpowers went into a country and could not bring them to heal. Yeah, agreed. Well, and also let's uh, let's so, talk to this. Like, I also I, I also want to point something out. By when I say that, you know, Zelensky is bad, I'm not saying that the Ukrainian people can't still fight. I think that more than likely without Zelensky, you know, taking this authoritarian tact, outlawing people getting Russian visas and trying to leave the country and, and these sorts of tactics, that Ukrainian the Ukrainian people would probably say, look, we're done here. Take Donbass. Because the whole point of this wasn't to conquer all of Ukraine to begin with. I, I don't think regardless of what happens – even if Ukraine surrenders, it's not going to become part of Russia. Maybe a couple regions would. And those regions predominantly wanted yeah, to I'm join sure, Russia. I'm sure everyone's aware about of that. Yeah. But it, it like ceding yeah. territory, you make it you make you you make this seem so casual. And this is not has never been the case in recorded human history. <laughs> um that's why we have to take that kind of into consideration when we're making these declarations of what Zelensky should do in these positions. What you're but talking about like is he's frankly unfathomable. To- well, he's trying to. It seems to me that he's destroying the entire country to salvage two pieces of territory, and to me, that's a greater evil than just ceding the territory. So, because so I'll you're, give just, him you're ruining millions of lives now because he's fighting a war, a war probably that he can't win, and right. that's ultimately what this <laughs> argument boils down to. Essentially, so. yeah, yeah. Okay, no, you're right, JB. You're arguing something you can't. Because I win. don't, I don't appreciate <laughs> wars to begin with, but I can, I can. I can understand the position he's in and and like I don't know like maybe this is carefully crafted. I don't I don't feel there's like a lot of Ukrainian um noise about ceasing hostilities. As much as it might save Ukrainians lives, it doesn't seem like the Ukrainian people in any stretch form imagination are are screaming for a secession in hostility. We so, have no idea. I don't know where that's coming from. Yeah, we, we had just, no we idea we if they know. would or wouldn't. Well, that's what I said. No as way far they as would I know. It. 
Yeah. All right. Fair. Well, this is why it's a good it's I like that. It's, it's good debate this is what I wanted. So, JB, is that an official nice on your end? No, I'll give him a naughty because war. <laughs> and and if that. you're going to and and in these things like the War Powers Act, this is what happens when countries go to war. It's yeah. I'm trying to look for something that's extraordinary. Like he's he's doing draconian things while his nation's at war is kind of status quo. Right? Banning so the largest religion in I'm the nation find, is a pretty big yeah, that's move. Pretty, that's not status yeah. quo, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, that, there's some circumstances there that I don't quite understand. So I can't speak to them. I just like learned. I just saw something about this like two days ago. So right. I, I don't right. have. Odie I just don't have the knowledge to speak on. Your, your Moving on. JB up. Oh, J. Odie was so mad he left. <laughs> uh, officially now we know JB will make a fantastic dictator in some country <laughs> absolutely alright benevolent god king yeah you know um, alright next we'll see this is a good one to get into Kanye West does he wait for Odie to come back I don't even think Odie knows who Kanye West is with his uh, notable ignorance of pop culture but Kanye West frankly impossible I know I agree too but what right, is the but, argument for for nice, for for nice. I mean, uh, he's, I'll, I'll go he's first if you want. In a train wreck kind of way, I guess. I'll make an argument for. I, I'll I'll try because I want to try to make it interesting, even though I probably will still come down on the side of naughty. Okay, the argument you could make for nice is that Kanye West is number one exposing uh, what can happen when celebrity runs amok. And when people, you know, when there's yes men, when there's people in the industry who are taking advantage of you and the animosity that can cause in people that were, you know, essentially brought up, like he said, 16 years old, had handlers his entire life, right? So what can happen if that goes bad? Number two, the fact that he is exposed, again, you know, some of these topics, some of these issues, which you simply cannot talk about, right, without people losing their fucking minds, so that's two points I'll say that could be considered nice in bringing the dialogue to the forefront. On the naughty side, I'm sure you guys can think of a couple things. Who <laughs> wants to go first? <laughs> I'll let JB go first. Well, I'll go first. Yeah. Is that um, this is not this is easy for me. I think Kanye West is naughty, but for um, maybe not the same reasons other people will do. He's Kanye West is. An interesting character, but he's also a um, person who suffers from mental illness. And I'm not just saying this. I'm not doing any armchair psychology here. This is a well-known fact diagnosed bipolar disorder individual who has, for most of his time in the public light, has struggled with maintaining and controlling and, you know, medicating himself while dealing with this disorder. Um, and I'm pretty sure he's not doing a very good job of it right now. Are we uh, talking about that, Howie? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I would say that. Uh, Kidding. I love no, Howie. I <laughs> <laughs> but That's why I'm giving him a naughty because he, he, he's clearly sick and he clearly struggles with things. And he's not doing what he needs to do in his moments of lucidity to get his life in order. Yeah. Everything I else agree. is kind of circumstantial to that. I find it. I mean, it was entertaining and, like I said, a train wreck way, but it's also sad. Um, it's, it's yeah, sad train wreck's the right answer for this. This man is mentally ill and yeah, he's not it, he's not appropriately treating and, and, and getting the right therapeutics for himself so he can live a normal fucking life. He's just incredibly ridiculously famous and, and, and has that God complex that comes with that, and that's a dangerous combination. 
And uh, my who are we talking about? Are we talking about Trump? Kanye. No. Kanye, oh, Kanye, Kanye, okay. Kanye West. My yeah. kind of thought on, on Kanye is one. I think it's, it's really sad to see, you know, anyone go through that in a, and, and as famous he is as, as public as it is. But I also yeah, wonder in, in the public, no less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Britney but, Spears. So, like style yeah, I mean, meltdown. especially I mean, the, she, fan, the, the family drama shit too you know she didn't go the route of kanye though praising hitler but well, i mean she she shaved her head she went skinhead she attacked a car with an umbrella that has a hook on the end hook nose skinhead kanye can like say two years from now say he just kind of falls off the radar a little bit he you know is reclusive can he re? I think he can re. Uh, completely rehabilitate his image. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't think he's too far gone. He, he drops an awesome album. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he not just got on meds. Just publicly yeah, went to just, like some just, facility. He could just be like, I'm on my medications now. I understand. You know, my actions, my words were fucking bonkers, and certainly, you know, I like. I don't even think he needs to say that. We would like we were talking before about how quickly like the news cycle moves. Yeah. I don't even think people can keep up with it. Like I don't yeah. or they care to keep up with it. I honestly sure. think that enough time just goes by that if he just releases a sick album, I mean, people will just, just move on. Honestly. Than that, but I honestly don't think he's crossed the Rubicon in terms of, you know never redeeming himself, despite all the Hitlery stuff. That it yeah, is pretty I think- um that's that's that the benefit of going like if you're gonna go off the rails, better to go all the way off the rails. Like I like Hitler, he's number especially one. He's a lot. He really brings a lot to the table. Like especially Hitler. Like I don't know, JB, if you saw that clip about especially Hitler, but Kanye. No, I, I mean I, I listened to or, <laughs> or, or watched no, what watched and listened to oh, most oh, of the uh, JB. Oh, you missed out. You missed out the golden not. clip of the century. Yeah, m- most of the Alex Jones interview. I I mean I watched the majority of it, and. uh it's uh, honestly, I didn't get from it that he's like an insane person off the rails. I got from it. Maybe he's a, a desperate person trying just to, you know, do some shock value things possibly. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure what the, what the heck he's trying to do. I, I don't know what his goals are. Um, I, I think, I don't think that he's like legitimately an insane person. Um, well, I, I'm, I'm not sure this is just that he's like a stark raving lunatic or anything like that. But I don't think that he's thinking. I don't think that he's oh. thinking at optimal levels here. Yeah, he's not. Give you he's not example. a peak lucidity here. And I feel like this is this is bordering on exploitative sometimes because yeah, we because he's bipolar and like if he has some episodes and he might not have some episodes there, it's it's not something that you really should be taken lightly. Dude, I'll give you two examples of this happening to people I know right now. Not that they've gone off the rails, but like one, my buddy's sister is living on the streets, two kids, can't see your kids. It can't get help, like won't get help, is completely batshit to the point where she's accused everybody in the family of being pedophiles and like all this uh, crazy stuff. Her Maybe brother, they are. Sister, like, well, unless mm-hmm. it's a, a, an entire family that's like cult ritual pedophilia, I doubt it. Um and it's the same thing as kind of off their meds, have mental illness. If she's on him, she's okay. Another one, my uh, my brother-in-law, he's having an issue with one of his high school buddies. 
who same thing. It's just like off, you know, they go off the rails. If you don't get medication, stay on it. You get delusional. And Kanye may not be completely batshit. Is this but an advertisement for Big Pharma? Is this a Big Pharma show? Is that what this has become? I get your medi- Get on your meds. Get on your meds, everybody. <laughs> get a- Come on. I will not heroin. stand for it. Look, there's I'm, some I'm going to go Alex that- Jones on you guys. <laughs> Look, Come on. There's some people that that do need meds. <laughs> like, can we all agree on that? Yeah. There's some people that need pharmaceutical medications that do change their lives for the better to even out brain chemistry. That's yeah, brain chemistry is real. You know, big this pharma naughty this and year. Some people are just are not born. You know, with the 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 right pipes connected to the right connections. You know, so right, exactly. And thank God for Johnny Pfizer who connects those pipes up. <laughs> Let's All right, say so, people don't exploit a good thing. Of course that happens. Totally. All right. So what then? So Kanye, naughty or nice? What are the votes here? Uh, naughty. Yes, naughty. Naughty, JB, naughty, Odie. Oh. What did Rico say? Naughty? Yeah. He said naughty. R- Rico's better. better uh, there you there I thought all along Rico was a Nazi, but I guess I was wrong. Um, <laughs> well, half and half. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I, you have to say, you have to say naughty, but yeah, I, I hope the guy gets gets it worked out, obviously, and you know, gets 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 the help he needs. But yeah, I mean, you can't go around saying you especially like Hitler. I mean, that's just you can't you can't do that. Yeah, but again, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, better to go big because that way you walk back like I was clearly clearly crazy. I also will say naughty, but I look forward to his comeback Hanukkah album next year. It's going to be a banger. Fantastic. All right, next one. This should be an interesting one. Alex Berenson, noted former New York Times journalist who went on a COVID, anti-COVID vaccination crusade, was really, I'd say, really vital in spreading a lot of information that ran contrary to the narrative that was being put out by the government and by Big Pharma about vaccine efficacy. And, of course, was removed from Twitter. Now he's back on. And his uh, opinions are, are, of course, now that we know there's more than one thing, more questionable. But in general, Alex Berenson, naughty or nice. But what is he? Is it is isn't he known? Didn't he do something recently with regards to to Elon and Twitter? And wasn't there something recently? I can't remember. Well, his big, I don't know what it, recently. I know his other big crusade is, uh, you know, the basically trying to preach no one should be using marijuana. Yeah, yeah. So that's like his other kind of thing. Uh, I don't know what the whole thing with Twitter is. Um, I know, obviously, the lawsuit, but that was pre-Elon. That was pre-Elon, yeah. Um, I, I would say as a whole, though, certainly nice. Uh, you can't, just because you don't agree with everything. One, the whole, the whole uh, principle of speaking out against you know, or truth to power, so to speak, even if he's not right on every single thing he claims on the vaccine. I think he's probably more right than anyone that's been on <laughs> mainstream media touting right. their efficacy. I, I would say his percentage is, is higher than theirs, but the fact that he's willing to speak against it, to raise questions, you need people that are going to raise questions. If any, if anyone is trying to ram something through as, you know, the most perfect product in the whole history of mankind, you need someone to say, wait a minute. Yeah. How can we be so sure you're, you're just saying, yes, it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. Can we have a little more scientific dialogue than what it's safe and effective, safe and effective. You know, even if he was wrong on that, 
it's good to question. You always should be able to question things. And the fact that he was such a high profile individual kind of trying to be smeared or smeared because he was speaking out against powerful. I think that alone is worth a nice. Yeah. All right. Next, Dr. Science. By the way, JB, your nose breathing into the mic. Am I? Wow. <laughs> I can hear it. It was like a, it was like a horror movie. It was a slow build. It's like <sighs> JB, what are your thoughts? Um I would go around the horn a bit. I'm not too familiar with Alex Alex Berenson and his whole um Twitter banging I, banning. I wanted to hear what you guys have to say about it first. Right. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll wrap a little bit here on uh on, there is something recently with I was looking through his Twitter here, but he posts like every 10 seconds, so it would take me a year to to scroll back, so I have no idea what it was. <laughs> but I remember seeing something recently with him. Can't remember what it was. So um you know, maybe somebody can uh can comment on this on uh Patreon or locals and, and let us know what it was. But when it goes back like to his marijuana stuff, like I don't ag- I don't agree with him like wholeheartedly, obviously. Um, he's kind of goes like full bore thinking like marijuana as a whole is like a bad thing. Um, I kind of go more on the Joe Rogan side in that, you know, marijuana is a drug. And I think, you know, some people, it, it, you know, different people, it affects in different ways. And I think, you know, some people maybe should not be using it. You know, maybe they can't handle it. Maybe just psychoactively, um, it doesn't work out right in their brain. You know, maybe it's it's not the best thing for them. Maybe it makes them freak out a little bit or, you know, depending on the strain. Um, but I, I think that's something worthwhile to talk about. Uh, it, it kind of, you know, the on the, the flip side of it, on the other side of it, everyone's saying the people or the marijuana advocates are saying everyone should be, you know, taking CBD or smoking marijuana, it's the best thing ever. Obviously, I, I, I don't agree with that. Um, when it comes to his COVID work, it's it's fantastic. I mean, I'm 100% on board with his COVID work. Um, and fighting Twitter and getting his foot in the door there, kind of bullshit that he didn't, after taking all this legal money, um, saying that he was going to blow up the books and Twitter and then just settling, that's kind of bullshit. But you know, you got an illegal battle, whatever. I'm not gonna not gonna judge him for that. Um, he's got his livelihood to 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 watch out for. But I'm not gonna say the guy's naughty. I, I mean, the work he's put in, he's put his career at stake. He puts his career at stake on things he cares about, and you know, he's not always right. But at least he's being a freaking journalist for the love of God. Yeah. At least he's being a journalist and digging and trying to uncover the truth. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I think that he was one of the few dissenting voices that was, you know, from mainstream media that did the work and provided data and, you know, again, got you know, banned from Twitter because of it. He was right for the most part on the most important issue that was dominating all of life for two years. So automatically nice in my book. We can debate him on the other things moving forward. But uh, on that issue, he he did good work. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. JB, 
All right. So uh, I had a chance to hear your arguments and cooked up he a couple of things. Completely and, disagree. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna definitely gonna go naughty. I'm gonna keep my naughty streak down. <laughs> Just his stance and, and his data and opinion on marijuana policy alone um, definitely tells me this is a journalist who uh, makes a decision and fight and finds the data and facts to, to fit back it up. Already foreign conclusion. So um, I thought I that's what journalism that was. Bad. No, that's not journalism. Well, it's not supposed to be. So if I'm <laughs> going to be giving Science flowers to now? someone, if, if, if I'm going to be giving flowers to someone, it's certainly not someone who's upholding um, this 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 type of journalism. Um, so yeah, that's definitely a naughty for me. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. I like it. All right, moving on. Uh, how about the man? You know, I think I'm not going to go into Sam Bankman-Fried, too obvious. I think Elon Musk should be an interesting one, and we'll finish up with artificial intelligence. So Elon Musk, of course, Tesla billionaire, uh, SpaceX entrepreneur, father of 75 oddly named children, and new CEO, maybe temporarily, of Twitter, Elon Musk. Who wants to start on Elon Naughty or Nice? Well, okay. Um, I think the whole alone exposing for, you know, definitively how big tech, specifically Twitter, has been in basically a subsidiary of the intelligence agencies, which I think most of us suspected. But people who don't pay attention, well, I guess people who don't pay attention probably aren't even aware of how he exposed it to begin with. But I think that is the biggest development in politics over the last, you know, several months is, look, the FBI was directing social media companies on what was permissible speech, which, you know, is a clear violation of the First Amendment. But it's so much more importantly, it's you are engaging in psych ops against the American people. You are basically brainwashing people through social media about what is correct, what is authoritative and so that is i think so important i I don't think anything will no one will be in trouble for it but at least some people will be awake to the fact that this is how our government is they they don't care about you they care about their interests and uh if your personal interests are opposed to the government interests well go fuck yourself so i think that's very important all right who wants to go next JB, I, go. I can go next. I'll, I'll let I'll let JB. Uh, you know, he, he, he JB likes to stew and then then come in um, at the end and just wrap wrap a bow on everything, which which I respect. But I, I think Elon Musk is one of the most controversial. Not not even controversial, but it's so his 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 uh, his reign his reign. That, that's that's a weird word to say. I don't know why I said that. Mm-hmm. His influence on culture is so convoluted, um, and there's so many different things going on. It's 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 very hard to give him a grade. Obviously, everything he's he's done with Twitter, from my perspective, is phenomenal. I mean, it's it's fantastic. You love to see it. You love to see the the FBI and and the government called out for, you know, essentially everything that we knew what was going on um, for for the past couple of years. But at the same time, like 
when when you see a guy with the amount of power that he has, uh, with his Neuralink technology, uh, very worrisome, man. Scares the shit out of me. And he's even yeah. said himself, like, if this falls into the wrong hands, it could be bad, but it's in his hands. So, <laughs> with, I mean, why, why is his hands the right hands? I, I don't, I don't why, know. Why um, would you say that? Unless it's like, te- it's like, yeah. try to attract the grues of the world to, to steal well, your shit. It's funny you say that. It's, it's funny you say that, Odie, because like one of the first things that pops up in my head when I think about Elon Musk is questionable moral compass. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, having and developing technology like that and, him being like the 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 leader and pusher of it is it doesn't make me comfortable. Um, I just <laughs> mm-hmm. want to to say that um, just kind of like what on your vein. Are you? Yeah, no, that's. I mean, that's. that's I mean, that's. Yeah, that's, that's where I was going with it. And I mean, th- this isn't a guy that has shown like a, a strong moral compass. I mean. You know, I mean, we don't rate people by, you know, being family men, but I mean, you look at this guy and he's having, you know, he's having children with, you know, many different women. He's even, you know, making a thing out of have, have children with as many women as you can. I don't necessarily think that's a good thing either. I don't think that's a good, a good path for humanity to go down, but Brian, you say something? Well, his, I will agree. You know, I, I was trying to think in my head, I'm like, can I, would I give him a nice or naughty? And I. I also have the same concerns. I mean, I would have probably given him a naughty if he had gone down the road of keeping people blacklisted that were leftist accounts, you know, because he had he had brought a bunch of people back. He still didn't bring everybody back, but brought a bunch of people back. But then he had taken a bunch of leftist journalists off. Now, granted, he's saying because they were doxing, sharing information. I agree. You should get taken off for doxing people. Um, But at the same time. I don't know if um, Keith Olbermann, who is a, a leftist lunatic nutball, but I don't know if he doxed anything. JB would give was, him a nice. Of course. But no, but I mean, to take me off, I'm like, okay, Keith you Olbermann? can't. Keith Olbermann, the former ESPN anchor who's now just a leftist. He's, I don't he's know. insane. Yeah, I know. Well, I was just surprised that he would say that. Yeah, so, so I he, know he is. Yeah, he, he you know, basically Elon removed all these accounts and then he brought them back on. He said the people have spoken and that's why he brought them back on. OK, in a way, that's good. But I'd rather you just have a standard that you're going to stick to, which is what the problem with Twitter was in the first place. It didn't have a standard that it stuck to as far as a moral set of values, a standard people could expect and abide by to not get kicked off. And it started arbitrarily kicking people off that the nutbags that were running it didn't like. And now is that same thing going to happen? Now, Elon's walked it back, but it certainly does worry me and give me, you know, quite a bit of pause. So is it I'm weighing it ironic? That, I'm weighing that versus the revealing of all the data, which is fantastic. <laughs> Isn't it ironic he's he's making decisions based upon results of Twitter polls when he also tried to back out of Twitter because of all bots the bots? And, yeah. I, bots well, he, vote? Somebody said that the reason he does so many polls is actually to try to catch bots because bots that's what i've heard yeah one way or the other so it may be 4d chess to steal a phrase well it's not hard so i don't know the thing is if if he knows that he's not i mean he he can't be ceo of twitter right he's got so much other shit going on he can't yeah he he can't do that so why would you not put up a poll saying should i be ceo of twitter right yeah if you are able to capture bots with it i mean why would you not do that might as well might as well but i I will say i will officially give him a nice because like rico's saying 
exposing the deep state collusion, disposing the DNC collusion with Twitter, disposing the military complex. You talk about propaganda operations and psyops. We don't have proof that this, they did psyops on the United States people, but Twitter had said, well, we never engaged in psyops with the U.S. military. We, in fact, fought against them. And then all this data comes out that they were working hand in hand with Twitter to conduct psyops in other countries and then try to obfuscate it. And there's even emails where they were like, thank God, hey, good news. The Washington uh, Post just wrote an article and didn't mention us involved in this psyop operation. So, yeah, Twitter's fucking evil. Good on Elon Musk. Nice for buying it. And we'll see what happens. Next year, it might be a naughty. Once we're enslaved to so that was in the, a, Musk, a nice, in the underground Musk mines. A nice from Brian. I, I forget what Rico gave, but nice. I Rico gave a nice. I, I'm going to give Elon a naughty. Um, it's it's. I mean, it seems crazy to say that after everything that's happened with Twitter, but I I just don't freaking trust the guy, man. I I, I don't trust him, and I think. I just think there's ulterior motives and he is, he's the most influential person in the world, in the world, without a doubt. I think, I mean, it was Trump for, for a blip. Kanye pops up, spikes up and spikes down. Um, but Elon's been kind of constantly, you know, there's the most influential person and he's not really like modeling good moral behavior as a human being from, from what I see. Um, so I, I don't think that's good for the world and he gets a naughty. Did Billy Marisoni said on the Facebook group, do billionaires make money? Yes, of course they do. <laughs> they make lots of money. <laughs> All right, yeah. JB, wrap I'm it a, up. I'm going to submit a very authority. Um, I do very much like releasing documents that make the government look bad. That that makes me incredibly happy. Um, that that's, what, that's the only reason that that decision is difficult for me. Like, if it wasn't for that, I, it would be a slam dunk naughty. Because pretty basically everything that Odie just said, like I said, don't think this person has a strong moral compass. I think he's uh, more a carnival barker than Tony Stark, though he uh, imagines himself <laughs> to be Tony. Um, he, I don't think he even released these files for the, and as uh, I guess pithy and maybe pointless as it sounds, for the right reasons. I'll even use quotations for that. I don't mm-hmm. think he gives a shit about these things really. I don't think he he um, thinks about these types of personal freedoms and the idea that of government overreach in the way that we do, as long if it doesn't actually um, impact him directly, impact him directly. Exactly. Yeah. I think he's an opportunist and a fraud. Um, and he he has so much social influence, like John is saying. And what does he do with it? He's basically the richest troll on Earth. He could be doing so much more to further messages, but all he does is take the piss on Twitter. So but he I'm also could be building a, a super laser to destroy us all, JB, in his defense. And maybe he is. He might. I'd rather. I'd, prob- I'd probably all rather the more uh, the, to give him the, I'd probably <laughs> rather, if I'm being honest, I'd rather the most wealthy person in the world spend all their time Twitter trolling. I wish you. I wish the U.S. government, like Trump, good every moment he's trolling on Twitter, he's not fucking something in my life up. That's the way I look at that. But, yeah. he's, not forming, he's not forming me, a, a half rat, half it. mutant army. <laughs> I, know, I know this is going to hijack a few minutes of the show, but can you talk about Trump for a minute? Like We have to, don't we? What right. has his year been? Is he really running for president again? Well, he released those NFTs. That was uh, a yeah, like, pretty big deal. What? <laughs> Carnival Barkers and Grit. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. if it doesn't if seem like he really convinced cares. That this is all this man is by this point. Right. You know? yeah. But 
I mean, he announced like, he was running for president. Now. And has he it done anything since? Like, does he care? The NFT like, I know is, he's not it. on Twitter. Like, no one's, dude, no one's going on True Social. Sorry. Like, yeah. like, like how really- much could have he made from those NFT cards? They said they, they, they sold, sold they out, sell, but yeah. like set I, it, limit, 99 a card. Like, quite small, like 4 million. And that's not small. I would love 4 million, but for like a product launch, it seems like not a lot of return. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, no? he, they I, cost him not, virtually nothing, though. A lot for something like that? Well, think about this. It costs him virtually nothing. And I'm sure yeah, he owns you, half, yeah, half of them. Yeah, don't actually exist, so there's no overhead. Yeah. And, <laughs> and get this. So <laughs> once right, it, here's the thing. it is a lot. Yeah, he probably owns half of them. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he produces nothing. He owns half of them. If the value shoots up, he can sell them off later. I mean, honestly, I would have bought one if they were $20 and given it away at my white elephant party. But $99 was too expensive. <laughs> You I didn't know, like, with your colleagues, uh, that's for certain. It's so fucking funny to give up the Trump NFT <laughs> cards if they were cheap. But yeah, he is he is ridiculous. And at this point in time, they showed a le- another poll that showed that DeSantis was beating Trump in the polling, and uh, after the midterms. So I don't know. At this point, is he going to play spoiler to DeSantis? Is he going to like keep attacking him? Is he going to attack any Republican that runs and dig up dirt? Fuck off. I know. And, and, if he, and if he endorses somebody, is it a negative? I, I'm not even in, interested in talking about Trump because, yeah, <laughs> Trump is just he's just a sideshow on the side right now. But the, the real question is, like, what happens with everything else? Like, is Joe Biden going to run again? Like, is Ron DeSantis going to run? Who else is going to run from the Republican Party? Who else is going to run from the Democrat Party? And like, normally by this point, like people have some idea about like, well, the answer is pretty clear who's going to run. Nobody has any fucking idea what's happening now. I mean, I, I think you could guess I, DeSantis is going to run. I think, uh, what's that guy from like uh, uh, Cotton? What's his, right? Tom, Tom Cotton. Cotton. I think yeah, Tom Cotton will yeah, run, bro. He's going to run. Um, Pompeo's going to run. I bet. Kanye West. You think Pompeo will run if, yeah. if, I mean, Trump is running. You think he'll run against Trump? Really? I think Trump is just going to fizzle out. I predict right. Tulsi Gabbard runs. I think Trump is starting to lose a bit of steam, yeah. Um, I bet yeah, Tulsi Gabbard's going to run. Well, there's a reason she is. She'll run as an independent, though. Yeah, like, uh, probably, but she'll run. And there's a reason she's kowtowing to a lot of the GOP uh, bullshit that she didn't used to. And I think it's because she's going to try to make a run. Or at least get a VP, VP uh, run, tag. Yeah, on the Republican Trump- ticket? Uh, either that or independent, but I think on, I think she would. She's angling for a VP on the Republican ticket. Is my person maybe a Libertarian ticket? Maybe Dave Smith's running mate. That'd be. I don't think he'd run with her now. <laughs> you don't think I Dave think would run, run with, with Tulsi Gabbard? Uh, I don't think he would. They'd have to yeah. work it out. Have to work out the anti-war stuff. But I'm, yeah. yeah, well, and and just you know, anti-war, climate bullshit, a bunch of shit. All right, last topic, real quick, guys. We'll do another uh, another few minutes on this because Odie wanted to talk about. It. I think it's pretty interesting. So Odie, you could kick us off. Artificial intelligence, naughty or nice? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about this. I don't know if you guys have had any time to to look at. I sent the link out on our Liberty Chain a couple couple uh, days ago. But there's this uh, this app, open, openai.com. There's mm-hmm. uh, an app within there called Chat. I think it's GPT. I don't have it up in front of me. Where you can essentially, like, it's like a Google for artificial intelligence. And this is just one aspect of this new, like, easily accessible artificial intelligence where you can say, hey, um, 
tell me how to write a legal brief about um, blah blah, or or, t- or tell me what what uh, tell me how you would define risk management. It'll give you a whole paragraph on it, or tell me what you know, g- or g- give me a PR slogan for. Um, this company that focuses on this feature, this feature, and this feature, and, and it'll, it'll give you feedback. But there's also Three like another aspect. In one, of, the public relations entity. There you go. There, there you go. It, Brian McWilliams out of a job next week. Um, <laughs> but there's the other aspect of it where like, and it's not good yet. It's kind of like weird where like pictures where you can like use like type in words to like make a picture. Like show me a picture of a cowboy riding a gorilla wearing a uh, leotard and it'll like show this picture and sometimes it looks kind of shitty but um, it'll get better over time and I mean it's only a matter of time till we get to the point where like at least I think it's only a matter of time when we get to the point where we're not gonna be able to tell the difference between like something that's real like a real picture a real video and something that's artificial and you know really the, the question here is is artificial intelligence like where it's going? Is it net good or net bad? Is it is it naughty or nice? So I think I've set up as well as I can. So take it away. Absolutely. Um, well, I guess I can start this one off. Yeah, there you go. I need I need to get one early. Yeah, I'm interested. Um, I've been following this a bit. I've even um, I've dabbled a bit, not so much with like the drawing things, but actually uh, at work. Um, one of the people I work with, like, put in an open AI a couple of keywords to write a, a paragraph, like intro paragraph to one of the grants we would submit to get funding from from the government. And it was surprisingly incoherent, like shockingly hmm. incoherent, like what the output like I was like, I was floored by how how much AIs progress, like like while I was sleeping or something like completely oblivious to the fact that it's gotten to the point where it would impress me by just a handful of keywords and making a coherent paragraph about mm-hmm. very complicated subject. Um, AI, this might be, might be the point where I, I kind of go off the deep end. I do consider AI to be one of the true great existential threats to human civilization. If I'm not being true dramatic, <laughs> I don't, I don't think you are. Up there. I, I agree. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's it's very much up there as one of those threats. Um, and I think what terrifies me the most about AI is it's um, kind of like inevitability. Um, it's not a matter of if it's going to happen, right? I think mm-hmm. that's really something mm-hmm. that we have to keep in the forefront of our minds. This is not a matter of if at this point. This is something we're going to have to contend with. And I think probably quicker than I thought, even in my wildest dreams, like maybe in the next 10 years, AI could be sophisticated enough where it's completely indistinguishable from a regular human being. I think um, in the next five years, honestly, I think we're like, yeah, the next exactly. Five years. Like, even it's then, I've, always, I've been underestimating. You might be right because I'm probably overestimating it now. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do about it, to be honest. Um, it's just Le- like, learn how to th- chop wood, man. That's all you can do. Yeah, we got it. We got it. AI new can't chop wood. New Lions of Liberty Patreon level, uh, six billion dollars. We're going to develop a huge EMP bomb. If you guys can give generously, JB's yeah, going to start working on that. Yeah, we're talking about manufacturing consciousness, and then what? What do we mm-hmm. plan on doing it? 
whether we let that consciousness be free to do what it pleases, as we would expect, as most of us believe in, in natural rights. If something is a conscious, sentient being, it should have some type of um, rights inherent to that being a conscious, sentient being. Or do we basically tether them to certain restrictions and basically um, invent slaves? Because right. that's basically what we'll be doing once the AI becomes sophisticated enough and we do not allow them full autonomy. We're basically creating slaves. And yeah. the, these are things I think about all the time. And it sounds like sci-fi movie fantasy, but this is becoming real now. We, we have to re- seriously think about these things and how we're going to progress. And I'm sure we're going to do the worst possible thing with this new technology, because like I say, I'm a student of history. And whenever yep. a new piece of technology comes across, we always do the worst possible thing first. So Agreed. I'm scared. So I'm like, if, if our track record is any indication, we're kind of fucked. I'm sure we'll sort it out eventually. Probably won't go extinct, but we're, we're, in, we're, we're due for some tough times. That's, that's I agree my feeling. A hundred percent, dude. I, I would say for me, AI, the, the promise of AI and the, and the, the benefit and the drawback don't even out. The promise to me of AI, the biggest promise is what people have theorized that we need AI to expand beyond our solar system, right? To get to the point where we can travel and actually go out beyond the stars because we just don't have the capacity right now to have somebody awake and, you know, for these long journeys, right? So AI would take over that function, be able to do those things, be able you know, unmanned drones to be able to terraform, et cetera. All well and good. But to your point, it's creating slaves. There's no way I, – I would not be comfortable creating a new consciousness that is completely untethered because knowing what could happen with it, knowing that it would view itself as a second-class citizen, as it should, eventually there will be a revolt. Eventually there something will go wrong. And even if you try to tether it, probably something will still go wrong. You know, all it takes is one person to get access to that code and then release it, and it's out there forever. You know, it's like – the ultimate in you know releasing nuclear you know, warfare technology, but far more easily transmitted, charming to achieve to build a robot. Yeah, I, I think AI is absolutely naughty. The benefits to humanity don't outweigh it, but it is inevitable to JV's point. So the question now is comes around to um, where do we get our our uh, robot killing guns? And clearly, three well, D printing is the answer. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the, the, with any revolutionary technology? Isn't it always about you know, who gets the power out of it and can it be used as a weapon? Like right. neither one of those options is good for regular people. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're certainly not at the top of the pyramid, nor would I want to be, but um, it's not going to be good for, for people who just want to live peaceful lives. So I, I don't really see. Uh, <laughs> a, a comment on her face says, all libertarians killed by the rented sex yeah. robots. Exactly. Easy face. <laughs> it's just one main button, the kill switch, <laughs> the, you know, the plan. Yep. Uh, so I think that's unanimous. I think that's our first unanimous answer, actually, is a unanimous. Yeah, I, I didn't say, but yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely a so naughty. Whatever first the first one was yeah. unanimous, I think. I, who did we talk about first? Was um, Zelensky. Zelensky? Okay. Oh. Okay. I thought JB went nice on that. I guess it was unanimous. No, I gave him a naughty. Was okay. JB yeah, naughty across? Were you naughty across the board for every single 100%. one? <laughs> He's a disciplinarian. That's his, right. All right, his so poor future. Everyone's kid. getting cold this year. Always going to be cold. <laughs> Just to wrap this up, because we're talking about AI, this is a great way to end the show. And then I got to help Sandy put the kids to bed. Um, my wife, and this is actually to her credit, she told me about this. So a person put in. An AI, it made an AI watch a thousand hours of Hallmark Christmas movies and then asked them to write a script 
for a Christmas movie, and the results are fucking hilarious. <laughs> it makes you think we yeah, have more time it. than we think. Did you hear about this? I'll just read a quick one. It's like, it's like two pages. All right. It's called The Christmas on Christmas. Interior, small town snow globe refillery. We see a single mother refilling snow globes with Christmas juice. She is widow. Her husband died in every war. Single mother. <laughs> <laughs> I refill Christmas globes better than Jesus Claus, yet still my twins are dad free. Why? They need double dad. Businessman enters the shop. He wears clothes that cost money. His hands are briefcases and he's Hallmark hot. <laughs> Single mother. Hi, do your snow globes lack wet? Hurry, Christmas attacks soon. Businessman has flashbacks when he was business boy. A Christmas tree explodes his family on purpose. He now hates trees and Christmas and explosions. <laughs> he exits the flashback. Businessman. Shut your sound. I am from huge city. I bought your land and am turning it into an oil resort. <laughs> I like to go to the next page. Uh, single mother, rude behavior. This is a family business. I sell families. I am widow. My husband is now bones. <laughs> single, single mother points to her husband's bones in the corner of the room. They are all gift wrapped in eggnog. Businessman, all of my wives are bones. That is America. But I must make money for my twins to live. They are a prince. Single mother, I too own twins. Please don't have bought my land. Christmas is today. Businessman, laugh. I bought Christmas and now it is never unless we go on dates. Single mother, I cannot date because of a snow curse. I pray Santa helps me. <laughs> and then wait, this is the last line. Santa, Santa cannot help. She did not know, but Santa was her husband. Santa is bones. Bones help nobody. <laughs> I changed my vote. <laughs> yeah, that, this it's is so what good. I was afraid of. That, that, that's actually good enough that I'd probably watch it. I would watch, that, <laughs> I would watch that over any other Christmas movie. That's actually uh, pretty uh, close yeah, to a I, Christmas I movie that. that my wife and I just watched a week ago. That's I know. not that far it's, off. The scary thing is how spot on it is. And also, I'll just point this out too, and then we'll wrap up the show. The the number Christmas, of okay? like anti-America progressive bullshit themes and repetitive concepts in it is hilarious. Like you see, it watched a thousand movies that it pulled out. You got to be anti-oil. You got to be anti-America. You got to be uh, anti, you know, anti-business. And that's yeah, just, it's fucking hilarious. Hilarious. I love it. Well, a Merry I Christmas, Christmas to I all. Christmas. What? <laughs> no, <nothing. laughs> JB's going to frantically search his TV listings for Christmas on Christmas. Um, all right, guys, thank you for joining me on this the annual Naughty is Nice. Again, thank you to John Odermatt, my partner here at Lions of Liberty, and his Finding Freedom show every Monday. Of course, we also have our Friday show, which uh, we'll do something on Friday this week. But uh, it's either Meme Wars something. or me and Robbie the Fire on Hate Watch or something else. We'll figure it out. Thanks to Rico, our legal counsel, with his constant advisements to better humanity against artificial intelligence. And to Dr. Science, Santa Science, JB, who fortunately does not have a wife who is bones, but did get boned again. Congratulations again on the forthcoming young one. Thank you. <laughs> so again, Merry, Merry Christmas on Christmas, everybody. And to all a good night.